What's up, Yankee fans? We are back with another episode of Yankee Crazy Podcast, and this is the ALCS preview episode. Yankees going to Houston to face the Astros game one Saturday night, 8.08 Eastern Standard Time. And you know what? Originally, I was looking at the schedule, and they had a they had a one o'clock start for this game, and I was like, "What? Are you are you crazy? One day games?" And they had the National League game scheduled for a four o'clock Eastern Standard Time, and I was like, "Wow, Major League Baseball going daytime?" But should have known better. They announced it. It is a night game, and wow. It is going to be electric. I can't wait. Can't wait. Yankees-Astros rematch from 2017. This is the year the Yankees have to get revenge. And this is going to be a test. This is probably going to be their biggest test. Even if they can get through the Astros, I think... Whoever wins this series is winning the World Series. Let's take a quick break. We're going to get into a little bit of our roster predictions. And it's also the Mario 5 ALCS edition. Stay tuned. And we are back. So, Yankees, as we know, swept the Twins. That was awesome. They're getting a lot of rest. Pretty amazing how they're going to be able to get their rotation in order. And those guys need the rest. At this point in the season, I think this is a great thing. And sometimes people say, oh, too much time off. Not going to come out sharp. But with this Yankees pitching staff, I think this extra rest is needed. You know, did not want to go to a fourth game in Minnesota, and obviously did not want to bring it back to New York for a fifth game. So this sweep is really great for the Yankees. Astros had to pitch Garrett Cole last night. He is really amazing pitcher. And you think back about how the Yankees could have gotten him in, in 2000, what was it, last year, right? 2018. They had a chance to get him, but the Pirates wanted, at the time, I believe it was Chance Adams and somebody else, and, you know, hindsight's twenty twenty. so Chance Adams, I think he's not even going to sniff the majors and unless he leaves the Yankees and can go somewhere else and have some success, but I know that there were other players involved. I can't remember exactly who, but it's a bit... Frustrating because you think about if the Yankees had Garrett Cole right now, and man, a lot of people saying that he may become a Yankee after this season ends, but can't even think about that right now. Have to focus on this and facing him. But Zach Greinke supposedly getting the ball in Game One, and he's shaky. He's nervous. He's he's a big bundle of nerves. That guy. So. I'm anticipating a Yankee win. I am anticipating them getting to him because he does not have a great 
playoff track record. And I could see him getting out early and Yankees getting to their bullpen, which is not as good as theirs. We shall see. But I just love it because Tampa extended that series. Justin Verlander actually got beat up the other day, making him look human. You know, that's a great thing because Yankees, even though he really dominates the Yankees, you look at some of those past games where he has started and done really well, but then the Yankees get to the bullpen and they end up winning a lot of those games. I don't know what their record is. But Zach Greinke, game one Saturday, and then game two on Sunday, I think that's going to be Verlander. Not sure. Yankees, on the other hand, they have a lot of options for this roster. CC Sabathia supposedly pitched well without any pain and going to see how he comes back from that. You know, he's got always has the knee, but his shoulder didn't respond after coming out of relief. And I don't know, I hear about this and it makes me wonder if coming out of relief and him not throwing as many warm-up pitches as he should have coming out of relief, it, it, it just seems weird. He supposedly throws a very limited amount of pitches before a game, and now you say, well, he says he only throws like eight warm-up pitches, and that just seems odd to me. seems very odd for a starter, but hey... That's what they're saying. This is, this is like news. This is like news to me. If he is healthy, I see him going on there. I actually had a long conversation with my brother yesterday, Roger, about this. And um, he was saying, definitely CC. And I was, you know, he convinced me that CC should be on the roster. I thought maybe not, you know, who knows how he's going to perform. But you take a guy with his playoff caliber, his experience, and you got to put him on, right? Who are you going to go to? If you have the choice, CC Sabathia or Tyler Lyons, <laughs> right? Although Tyler Lyons, he pitched pretty well uh, against Minnesota. But you got to go CC, definitely. Other big decision, Aaron Hicks. So Aaron Hicks, he got hurt the end of July uh, or beginning of August, goes on the IL. They thought he was shut down for the rest of the year. And supposedly, he started throwing without their knowledge and sent a video. He was at his house in Arizona, and he says he started uh, throwing a little bit to see how it is. He, he actually said uh, playing around with his friends. You know, I don't know. Playing around with your friends <laughs> seems like a recipe for disaster in my mind. But he sent video to the Yankees training staff and they said, wow, it looks pretty good. Send him to Tampa. So he goes there and, you know, if you don't know, he had some elbow issues and they thought Tommy John surgery is what he was going to need. And, you know, the article I was reading, it says the Dodgers training staff thought he had to get Tommy John surgery. And I'm guessing that's a typo, and if you look now, people are in, I think I've talked about this before, but I'm going to talk about it again because it really irks me. 
<laughs> you read a lot of, if you read, if you're like me and you read a lot of articles online, there's a lot of typos. I think these guys are trying to get these articles out so quickly that they just, they just throw it in there. They, they don't proofread it and spell check misses it. And, you know, it was like Dodgers, the Dodgers training staff. They weren't even playing the Dodgers at that point. I don't think. I don't think that was Players Weekend, right? Players Weekend came a little bit later, but anyway, little tangent there. But Aaron Hicks performing well, supposedly, in Tampa and has a shot to get on that ALCS roster. And when you look at it, like we always say, pitching and defense wins championships. And if you can put Aaron Hicks in center, shift Guardy over to left, and take Stanton out of that defensive equation, you've got a better team. You know, then it comes down to what do you do with the rest of that lineup? Well, one suggestion I saw was put Edwin Encarnacion at first base. You know, that takes down your your defense a notch because, you know, as we know, this past series against Minnesota, we had DJ playing first, Geo at third, and like I said, they were suggesting EE at first, and then put DJ over at third, and put Geo on the bench, and Geo has not been the hot Geo that we know. He's been a little bit cold at the plate, defense still great, but... I don't know, first base, really important position in the defense, I think. And I really like the way DJ plays it, especially that pick with Glaber. When Glaber went into right field, short hopped that ball. It was like first and third, critical part of the game. And throw to first, scoop by DJ, really nice scoop. He actually went backhanded with it. And you think, you know, I've seen... Encarnacion makes some pretty good plays at first, but I don't know. DJ over there just makes me feel more secure. It's really tricky because you want Stanton's bat in there. You got to hope that he's going to come hot, become hot. And you want EE's bat in there too because he was hot. He was hitting the ball really well. It's a tricky situation. But, you know, like all these managers say, it's a good problem. It's a good problem to have to be able to have to make these decisions. I guess. <laughs> I don't know. I'd be like, oh, man, I would be nerve-wracking over this. But we'll see where this shakes out. I am fired up for it, though. I cannot wait for Saturday night to watch this game. Man, it is just, it's, it's, I'm fired up right now thinking about it. You know, it was this week. I was really fired up about the Yankees just sweeping the Twins and getting in there. But then it became, all right, who are they going to play? And the Astros have a great team. This Yankee team, though, much better than 2017. You look at someone put up the, the two lineups of the 2017 team versus the 2019 team. And this, this 19 team really blows the 17 team away. But Astros are better, too. You got to say that the Astros pitching is better, or maybe not. I don't know. We'll see what happens with Greinke. And who knows? Maybe this is the decline of Verlander. 
Maybe he's just going to go downhill from here. I don't know. Got to hope for it. Got to hope for it. But they've got Garrett Cole, and let's hope that these guys got taxed a little bit more in that Tampa series. Was hoping, really, for the Rays so that Yankees could get home field advantage, but that didn't happen. You know, I, the other thing is, what did the Yankees do? Did they, you know, they obviously they had to have two planes. Uh, I'm guessing it's private planes that they had to have reserved, right? You're not taking commercial down there because you don't know what's happening. You have to have, well, I guess you just have to have the one plane reservation to the Astros and then, obviously, for the Rays, you don't uh, you don't have to. What do they do now? I guess they fly uh, uh, personal jets, right? I guess you have to now. You can't you can't be uh, waiting on commercial. Interesting. I wonder how. The, I would love to know the inner workings of this. It's kind of it's a little fascinating to me. But anyway, wow! Saturday night, Saturday night, Astros going to be there for the two games set over the weekend, and then it comes back to Yankee Stadium. Tuesday, Wednesday, and who knows? You know, what if, what if Yankees go in and beat the Astros in two down there? And then what if they sweep them at the stadium Tuesday and Wednesday? Oh, man, that would, be, that would just be a dream come true. Really, really want to see that, obviously. But, you know, as as my brother also says, game, what does he say? Game three is always the critical one. He always brings up what Joe Torre used to say. And I think he said game three was always the more critical one. Or was it game two? Game one was not the biggest factor, uh, according you know, to Joe Torre. He would say, all right, you, you, you lose game one. Uh, I think maybe it's game two. You got to come back in game two, yeah, because you don't want to be down 2-0. Definitely not. I think, I think two. I got to know. I got to get him on the phone. Maybe we got to have a little um, playoff interview with him, finally get him on the show. But the other question is, what is the Yankees' rotation going to be? You know, are they going to keep it with Paxton game one, Tanaka game two, and Seve game three at the stadium? I don't know. I don't know. All these guys with their analytics, I'm sure they're looking at it. I read something in the post, not sure who had written it, but he thought that you got to go game one with Tanaka just because he's got ice in the veins. The guy has just performed so well in the playoffs, playoff Tanaka. Do you put him game one and then Paxton game two, a little less pressure in game two, unless, unless, Game one doesn't go their way. <sighs> lots and lots to figure out. But I think Seve game three is a must, especially at the stadium. <clears throat> Excuse me. <laughs> especially at the stadium, although he pitched well, got out a lot of jams in Minnesota. It's, it is one of those things where, you know, not sure which way to go. But I do like Tanaka. On a lot of days rest, he usually performs a lot better when he's got more rest. You know, when he was in Japan, it was a, it was, he would pitch every sixth day as opposed to ML, American MLB that is every fifth day. Lots of question marks. I believe the roster has to come out this morning. 
and that's usually a, a 10 a.m. Eastern Standard Time uh, press conference by Aaron Boone. So we'll be waiting in anticipation for it. That is, as we're recording, that is an hour away. Lots and lots to think about. But we're going to move on. We are going to go into ALCS edition of the Mario 5. Take a break. Be right back. What's up, guys? I want to tell you about a website that we are on where you can support us. It's called patron.com, and you spell that P-A-T-R-E-O-N. Got a bunch of tiers on there where you can go support us monthly. Going to add a few more tiers this week, so go to it. Be a patron. If you like us, be great to get some support from you guys, and we really appreciate you listening. But on those tiers, a lot of cool things, and with the playoffs coming, could make it even more exciting, like being able to talk to us, get an interview on the show, get your playoff opinions, and your opinions of the Yankees season. All right, so go check us out, patron.com, P-A-T-R-E-O-N.com. Thanks, guys. And we're back, and we are back with the Mario 5, and we'll end this segment with Magic 8-Ball. You'll have to stay till the end of this to hear if the Magic 8-Ball predicts a Yankees sweep against the Astros. So, without further ado, Mario, please give... You know what? Wait. Wait. Hold it, Mario. I'm just going to tell you something. This, this is how honest we are with the Mario 5. You might be like, oh, this guy gets the words beforehand. He thinks of this. But we didn't. I actually saw a word... And I said, Mario, you got to give me a, diff- a new word. I already saw this word. The word was going to be, it was cotton candy. And I'm like, I cannot cheat the Mario 5. Give me a new word. I would have, I probably would have went that with stadium food. You know, especially the cotton candy, how they have it in the plastic bags there at the stadium. Man, cotton candy. Interesting thing. Basically, artificial colored spun sugar, right? I don't even know how they make it. They like spin it in that thing. It's pretty good. Feels like it's rotting your teeth like pretty much immediately when you put it in your mouth, but it's good that first that first thing. But anyway, here we go. Mario, the first word, please. Let's see. Micro. Micro. Wow. Micro. Well, micro makes me think microscope, right? Micro, I don't know, right? Micro could be, you know, small, but it makes me think of microscope. And in the playoffs, it's like a microscope. The playoffs are like a microscope. Everything gets so much more intense. It is like you know, the level of intensity is off the charts and everything gets uh, magnified, right? It does. Every pitch, at least for me, is basically goes under the microscope and it's like, oh, why do you throw that pitch? What's he going to throw here? And everybody, you know, all, every team that doesn't make it into the next round, something gets exposed on that team. So this is, you know, this this is like, it's like a big funnel 
the Major League Baseball season. It's like everybody, all these teams get thrown into this big funnel, and then we get the end result, the teams that shake out and make it into the playoffs. And then the funnel gets even further. And then now at this point, everything is under the microscope. Every decision that Aaron Boone makes, every play in the field, every pitch, every at-bat. And I think that's why I love it so much. Because 162-game season, you're like, okay, you know, that's a loss. Maybe they shouldn't have done that. Although... Got to say, us as Yankee fans, right, we probably live and breathe on every game. You know, back in <laughs> back in July, it's, you know, a loss to Boston is like, oh, man, I can't believe they lost. You know, you, you go a little crazy because every game can matter. But the playoffs, it really, really matters. So it's, it's, what, it's what we love about this sport, right? It is just, it's just amazing. And everything... Every decision, every pitch, every at-bat, every little detail is scrutinized under the microscope. All right. Mario. The next word, please. Hood. Hood. Well, I I thought of Robin Hood. Robin Hood, the book, movie. Was it a book first? I don't know. Or was it a movie first? I remember you know, the thing I remember about Robin Hood was Disney. Disney had the cartoon back in the day, and that's all I knew. And then I, uh, that guy, that, there's an old time actor, Errol Flynn, was in a Robin Hood movie. And then didn't Kevin Costner do a Robin Hood movie too? <laughs> I'm guessing it was a book, right? It was probably a book first, and um, it's a good story. Robin Hood, you know, he he used to take from the 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 mean rich people in the in the in the kingdom right and give it to the poor people yeah so that was a good one but hood makes me think of that whole the whole hoodie craze that went on on Twitter and some people still have their their names as hoodie like hoodie Glaber and their profile picture is a picture of Glaber Torres wearing a hoodie um, yeah I don't know where that came from but it's pretty funny on Twitter like some people will do um, like when, when CC had his legacy event, they had the, um, they, their Gary Sanchez was in a tux and someone changed their name to tux Gary. So it's funny. Oh, Roxy, the studio cat checking in. She is, she's fired up for the, 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 um, the postseason. And I remember back in the day, um, I think it was 2009 postseason. Roxy walked into the room. We were watching the game. And all of a sudden, the Yankees scored. So every time we needed a big play, I would go find Roxy in the apartment that we were in and <laughs> bring her in. And uh, she would be the good luck charm for the Yankees. Roxy, is that going to happen this year? Maybe. Maybe. Maybe you need to stay downstairs for every playoff game. But that's where we're going with the hood. The hood goes to this hoodie craze on Twitter of all the Yankees and hoods. There's hoodie Camera Maven. There's hoodie Glaber. There's hoodie. I think there's even a hoodie. Hoodie. <laughs> hoodie Lemayu. <laughs> oh, I don't know where it came from, but and then everybody on Twitter, all the Yankees fans, they were doing like a hoodie. Um, I talked about this one before. A, a like a hoodie day or night, and everyone had to change their profile pictures to hoodies. Um, so interesting, interesting, and it's interesting where that word came from, hoodie. 
Uh, you know, it's kind of a new word, right? All right, we got to hood. Now, fast is the next word, fast. Well, it makes me think of fastball and makes me think of how... It, it's really crazy how all these pitchers now, 96 miles per hour is like the, the, the median level for pitchers these days. There's so many guys who can throw 199. You know, look at Seve. Seve, when he was pitching and healthy during the regular season last year, I guess, was the latest, he would sometimes clock out at hitting 99 on the gun and uh, like some of his last pitches. And that's pretty amazing. That's talking about going into like the seventh inning, maybe even into the eighth. And it, it it's amazing how these guys can do this because I feel like a few years ago, a starting pitcher, if their fastball clocked out at, say, 96 was a lot. And, you know, they they talk about this in the majors uh, in, in analysis, how, the you know, just a little bit of an uptick on a fastball can be so much more of a reaction, which makes sense. Wow, Rod, Roxy really checking in if you guys hear her. Roxy, we're in the middle of recording. What are you doing? I think she wants to go. All right. All right, we're, we're going to let Roxy out. This is, you go, you go. Look at that, that we, got, we got dead air on. This is, when, this is when Mario has to come on and be like, hey guys, we're in a, we're in a quick break. Uh, <laughs> oh man, all right, where was I? I can't believe Roxy. Roxy. I was just talking about her being the good luck charm in the, for the 2009 Yankees. Oh, and she does that, but... Maybe that's a sign. Maybe that is a sign. Who knows? Hopefully it's a good sign <laughs> that the Yankees are going on to win the World Series. I did have that, did have that find that Yankee keychain earlier in the year. Um, you know, out of nowhere, Yankee keychain on the ground. And that's a sign. Mario was camping, had a New York uh, Yankee sticker on another RV that was near him. That's another sign. I think it's a good year. I think this is it. Oh, and you know what? You know, we were talking about we're going into the next decade, and the Yankees have not won a World Series in this, the, 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 the 2010s. So they have won a World Series in every, um, or made it at least. I think that was the stat that they were showing. They've made it to the World Series because in the 80s, they made it but did not win. So this is critical. Yankees need to win. You know, I don't even want to say just get there because, you know, Yankee philosophy, just getting there doesn't mean anything. Need the World Series this year. Gotta win. All right. So, oh, we were off on fastball. Fastball. And just Yankees fastball. You know, Seve clocking out at 99. I don't know what Tanaka throws. Tanaka doesn't throw fast, but he locates really well, has those off-speed pitches, um, really great at. Paxton, he's up there. Paxton's got to throw like 98, 99, right? I'm pretty sure. All right. One guy who throws real heat, who is being missed, is uh, uh, Dellen Batances. He throws 100. He's, man, he's a big dude. He's like 6'8". 
really wish he was on the team this year. In this pl- in this playoffs especially. But all right, Mario. We're on a time crunch. We gotta go. What's the next word? Break. Break. Well, I don't know. I thought first I thought all-star break. And you know, I was listen I was actually randomly listening back to a, a show. Uh, on my phone, uh, it came on as I was hitting like shuffle in my truck and past games came on past, uh, past, uh, uh podcast that I just automatically download from Apple iTunes where you should be subscribing to us. We need more subscribers. So get on there, guys, make sure you subscribe, get a notification when we have a new show. So, and, and the part I heard was talking about my buddy, Commander Chris, who's in the Army, Army Ranger, and him being one of the first people to say to me, everything happens after the All-Star break. And I don't know who had the best record after the All-Star break. We got to go in and check that because we were saying the hot team usually goes pretty far. I know the Yankees had to have been up there. I'm not sure if they had the best record after the All-Star break. But be something good to look at, Right. I wonder, I wonder. One team that had an, a great regular season and then fizzled out, or not fizzled out, but is out. I don't know if I'd say fizzled, but they <laughs> they really blew it the other night. It was the Dodgers. Holy cow. Wow. Clayton Kershaw. He is, pff, I don't know, not a big game pitcher, right? Or sometimes he is, but man, went to him. He blew it. All right, Mario, let's go with the last word, please. We got to go. The word is change change. Well, change makes me think of Aaron Boone's uh, lineup, which did not change. He did not change that order in the Minnesota series. And I think that was the longest it's ever gone between injuries and just changing the order based on pitching or giving guys rest, etc. It's always changed during the season. I'm not, I think, did they put up a stat about this? I'm not sure, but going three straight games with the same order, and it obviously worked. It'll be interesting what happens in this series. Will Aaron Boone make changes? Will he not? We shall see. So that's going to wrap it up, guys. But let's go right into Ask the Magic 8-Ball. So Magic 8-Ball, I'm pretty sure predicted the sweep of the Twins, didn't they? I don't know. I gotta go back, check the tape, but let's ask. Magic Eight Ball, will the Yankees win game one versus the Astros? It is decidedly so. Yes! <laughs> I love that. Game one would be awesome. That would keep all Yankee fans not going crazy in defeat, right? Need that. Need that positivity. Okay. Magic Eight Ball. Will the Yankees beat the Astros in game two. Oh, come on, Magic. Oh, what's this? Concentrate and ask again. Okay. Magic 8-Ball. Will, that's my concentration voice. (laughs) Will the Yankees beat the Astros in game two? Oh, oh, oh. Oh, I see. It's almost halfway. Oh, yes. Definitely. Yeah, it's like almost in between. Nope, there it is. Yes, definitely. All right. Awesome, Magic 8-Ball. Magic 8-Ball, will the Yankees win Game 3 versus the Astros? Oh, it's right on the, right on the 
tip of that part. Okay. Come on. Come on, Magic 8-Ball. Come on. Oh, ask again later. Okay, we'll skip. Magic 8-Ball. Will the Yankees win game? Well, we don't know. We got... Uh, this is later, Magic 8-Ball, all right? How about now? Will the Yankees beat the Astros in game three? Oh, oh. Outlook good. That's a yes. That is a yes. Wow. Magic 8-Ball. Will... The Yankees win game four and sweep the Astros. Reply Hazy. Try again. Okay. Magic 8-Ball. Will the Yankees win game four and sweep the Astros? Come on, Magic 8-Ball. Come on. Give it to us. Come on, come on, come on, come on. Oh, 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 oh. Oh, I th we were almost on as I see it. Yes, but wait. Come on. Magic 8-Ball. Oh, I just messed up. All right. Magic 8-Ball, what is it? What is it? Most likely. That's a yes. <laughs> wow. There you have it, guys. Magic 8-Ball predicting Yankees sweep the Astros. I'd love to see it. I don't even know. I think it's going to go four games. Yankees wrap it up in the Bronx. But, you know, then again, I was wrong about the Twins. So <laughs> let's hope I'm wrong with that and the Magic 8-Ball is correct. So that is it, guys. So stoked. Cannot wait for game one. It's going to be awesome. Hope you get to watch every pitch of this series. And I'm not sure when we'll be back. I don't know what we'll be doing. Maybe we'll have another post-game show with Mario and the wives. People seem to really love that show. We'll see. We'll see what happens. But stay tuned, guys. You never know. Subscribe so you do know when we post another show. And that's it. And as we always say, let's go Yankees.